0: fourth and you're tuned into the cleveland baseball talk podcast i'm joe noga joined by paul Hoynes. Hoynes, you may the fourth be with you it's uh it's star wars day who's your favorite star wars character uh, it's gotta be chewy chewy yeah, tuba- yeah i gotta i like chewy. chewy chewy tobacco that's what you were gonna call this <laughs> chewbacca now i'm not surprised that chewbacca is your favorite star wars character that's uh that's uh for me it's a toss-up between darth vader and boba fett but uh, Chewbacca, you know that that absolutely tracks with Paul Hoynes because <laughs> Chewbacca's roar and and Hoynesy's laugh are probably the two most distinctive things you could ever hear, uh, in in a press box. I, I don't know. Uh, it, I I personally I love when uh, when the teams do the the Star Wars themes day and they they have the characters come out to throw out the first pitch and you get you get Chewbacca up there on the mound and he's pumping ninety eight with a with a wicked <laughs> yeah, slider. It's cool. pretty good stuff.
1: Yeah,
0: that's great. Uh, and, and you know, hey, we're we're laughing and we're joking on on Star Wars day. Uh, it's an off day for the Guardians today after uh they lose in in 10 innings to the to the Yankees, to the evil empire. Uh you know, it's like <laughs> it's like Emperor Palpatine sitting up there in the press box watching uh watching the the empire win again in walk-off fashion. Uh the Yankees take 2 out of 3 at Yankee Stadium. And And really, this is one that, uh, you know, Shane Bieber uh, looked like Luke Skywalker out there. He pitched his uh, his tail off and and the Guardians really had a chance to win. This is one that that just got away. Yeah,
1: definitely, Joe. They had, you know, they had the lead in uh in games two and three of this uh, three game series and they couldn't hold it. Uh, It's just a shame. You know, the offense kind of scores early and then shuts down. And, uh, you know, the bullpen uh, could not uh, seal the deal, especially last night. Manuel Class A had a chance to uh, slam the door in the ninth after a miracle happened. They scored a run in the top of the ninth with two outs to take a 3-2 lead. But uh, Class A just just didn't look good, Joe. He just, you know, he gives up the uh, leadoff single to uh, Rizzo. They they use a pinch runner. He steal, uh, You know, that's that pinch runner steals the base. Then he gets hurt, and uh you know they've gotta bring in a hicks another pinch runner uh get they get it out and then um uh, willie calhoun willie calhoun like killed him in this series he singles to uh to left to tie it, and then they win it in the, in the tenth
0: yeah, a couple of home runs in the series for willie calhoun uh uh and and you're right the um the the guardians bullpen. Uh, had the accuracy of stormtroopers with their blasters uh, the last <laughs> couple of games in the series. Uh, uh, James Karen disappointing Emmanuel class a disappointing uh, in their efforts. Is this a matter of these guys have just been so overworked early in the season? Uh, they, they need uh, maybe they, they, they desperately need Sam Hentges to come in and, and give them some, some
1: effective innings uh, when, when he gets back, hopefully by the end of this week. Oh, that's a great point, Joe, you know, uh, Class A is, is tied for the MLB lead in appearances with 17 and uh karen Cech is tied for second with uh, 16 appearances i mean uh they've struggled a little bit but uh francona has has stayed with them and kept going to them and yeah they might be a little tired i mean remember uh Cech didn't come up until july last year you know he made 39 appearances he's already got 16 so uh you know they they've been used a lot and uh you know and you know in, mo- in most of the outcomes you know they they've been they they've done their job you know Class A is ten for thirteen in save situations, but his velo's down, and you know there's got to be some some concern he blew two saves on this trip you know boston and and uh you know Boston and the Yankees had no problem hitting him Joe and he's not striking anybody out and that's you know I know he didn't he wasn't a Huge strikeout guy last year, but he's he's I think he's got like uh nine strikeouts in the what 16 and a third in, innings this year. Not not a not a good ratio,
0: yeah. If you look at uh class A's percentile rankings, uh, according to Baseball Savant, uh, in 2022, his strikeout percentage was uh, it, it was in among the top, uh, it was it, it, you know, uh, very good 83 uh, percentile. Uh, 83rd percentile in the league Uh, right now. He's in the sixth percentile in the league. Uh, Those numbers are very blue uh, in terms of whiff percentage. So uh, swing and miss uh, 80th percentile last season, uh, 89th percentile in 2021. Uh, He's at in the 14th percentile right now. And and really uh, the big difference is that uh hitters aren't chasing with Emmanuel Classe. they're they're letting him pitch to them and waiting for for their pitch that they can barrel and, and and drive uh he is in the 31st percentile in terms of chase rate uh last year he was the best in the league in terms of chase rate uh 100th percentile and the year before that 99th percentile uh so so these these hitters are are sitting on pitches like they know what's coming
1: yeah, you know, and he, he throws the cutter, you know, his velo on the cutter is down in the last two years from about 100 to 97 miles an hour, from 100 miles an hour to 97. I mean, it doesn't seem like that big a difference, Joe, two or three miles an hour. But, you know, obviously it's it's made a difference uh, to the, you know, to uh, the the opposing hitters. And, you know, I don't know, Joe. I mean, it, it, uh, do you think uh, he's tipping his pitches or they've just, uh, you know, they They've they've you know they've they've gotten used to the velo. I mean everybody in the big leagues can hit a fastball and no matter how hard you throw it. So you know I I think uh, Class A is going to have to make some adjustments. You know he talked about talked after the game um, uh, uh, last night. He said uh, you know he's working on some mechanical things with the Guardians pitching group. Uh, he thinks the velo is going to come back. Uh, but, uh, we'll see, you know, he says he's healthy, he says he's strong. Uh, but, uh, you know, so far the results, you know, it, it's kind of a mixed bag. He's got 10 saves, but you know, the, uh, the foundation of him is, does not look great. Right. Yeah. The, the
0: foundation always has been his stuff is just so overwhelming that you, you plant that seed in the back of the hitter's mind and then he can go at you. And even if he makes a mistake, uh, you know, sometimes he can overcome it just because the stuff was always so good uh, you know I, I, you could throw out things like well the weather hasn't heated up yet he has they, they haven't been playing in you know any warm temperatures and uh, he he might take a little while to get going there it, maybe he's tipping things and needs to make a camp mechanical adjustments there uh, the bottom line is this is you're right they, they're they're writing him they're using him a, a lot he's got they've got that contract they, they know they've got him for you know the next Four or five years. Uh, it, it, this just seems to, to happen in in my mind when they get pitchers signed to uh, you know long term deals. It's almost like they're they're green light to go ahead and ride these guys into the ground. They did it with Corey Kluber. Uh, you know they they just piled up the innings on Corey Kluber. They're going to pile up the innings on Emmanuel Clase. Uh, it, it's almost like if you're a if you're a pitcher. Uh, when you sign a contract with uh, with Cleveland, it's almost like a green light for them, uh, to basically ride you into the ground.
1: Well, you know, I think, uh, you know, they do, um, uh, you know, you think back to the bullpen, uh, you know, the, those bullpens in the, from 2017 or 2015 through, you know, 2018 or 19. You had Shaw, you had uh, uh, Cody Allen, you had, uh, you know, um. Uh, the guy that came, who was the guy that came John over Calzer. from the, yeah uh, Zach McAllister and 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 yeah the uh you know the guy that came over from the Yankees the, the lefty Andrew uh, Miller yeah I mean and those guys you know when 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 you're hot you know I think and this happens with every team. If you've got you know three or four good bullpen guys, you're gonna ride them, and uh, Francona did that with those guys. He's doing that with Karen Check and, and Class A, and I don't see him backing away from him, Joe. I mean, he's b- basically he's got no ch- no choice, you know, unless he goes to you know Trevor Steffen and uh, Angel uh, De Los Santos and gives them a look. But like you said, Henkes is coming back this weekend, so that should you know spread some of the workload around, but. You know, managers ride the hot hand, and uh, even when you're lukewarm, it sounds like, uh, you know, they, they'll stay with you. But just look at the guys that you mentioned, the guy, the names that you just threw out there.
0: You can add Alvar Perez into that. Uh, these are guys who, once they get them signed to a contract, they're going to use them, and they're going to use them a lot. It, uh, it's uh, it, it, not everybody is Brian Shaw. Not everybody can pitch every other day, and, you know, maybe some of these guys are, are kind of, by their performance, telling Tito, hey, uh, you know, maybe uh, an, an extra day of rest here or there might help.
1: Yeah, no, there's there's no doubt about that, and uh, and you have to, uh, you know, they they they, they always had that golden rule. They don't use them what three three days in a row, you know, that's kind of the max. So you know, they 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 uh, you know they they pro- try to protect them that way. But you know, when when you when your rotation is hurt. You know when you got two two starters missing, and you've got you know a couple rookies in there that you're trying to protect, and you know only go five or six innings, the bullpen is going to get used, and that's what's happened in these first 31, 32 games.
0: Yeah, and unfortunately, they've had opportunities to win some of these games, uh, and the, the the bullpen hasn't come through in the last two weeks. Guardians relievers have the sixth highest ERA and the fifth lowest percentage of runners left on base. Uh, in the American League, 3.57 ERA in, in that stretch and uh, a 69.6 percentage of of runners stranded uh, in the AL. Also during that span, uh, Cleveland's relievers have three blown saves and they rank dead last in the league in the number of total strikeouts at 26. That that number kind of kind of shocked me. The uh, only 26 strikeouts total uh, in the last, uh, you know, two weeks worth of games here. Um, and that's the fewest in in the American League. I mean, you're talking 26 total strikeouts uh, for Cleveland, while uh, teams like, uh, you know, Seattle, Houston, uh, and and Detroit, which now has uh, one of the best bull, uh, bullpens in, in the league. Um, the, you know, Texas has 33 strikeouts, Detroit, 39 strikeouts, just this is just in the last two weeks. But the Royals, Baltimore and Houston I'll have about better than 50 strikeouts in that stretch. You know, more than double um, what what Cleveland's been able to do. Uh, it, it's just, you know, some of these guys just aren't, uh, haven't been as effective uh, over the last
1: just just two weeks worth of games here. Yeah, and uh, you know that that's a good point, and uh, you know those are good stats. Those are eye-opening stats, and uh, you know usually, uh, you know, this rotation is not a strikeout rotation but you, you figured the bullpen would be, but, uh, you know, that is not the case right now. And, you know, class, A wasn't, you know, what he had, he what, he didn't strike out. It wasn't like he was, you know, Edwin Diaz, you know, last year, he didn't have that to, that huge total of strikeouts, but, uh, but, uh, you know, but he did, you know, he had more strikeouts in innings pitched last year and it, it's, he's a, it's, he's a, it's a struggle right now. And, you know, I, I I'm not sure what you, what you do. I think they they don't they don't have any other choice, Joe. I think they got to yeah. ride it out here.
0: Yeah, they they've they've got to wait until he gets himself right. Uh, yeah, you you say he wasn't a strikeout pitcher. There's only one time he was a strikeout pitcher last season, and that was in the All Star game. He went out yeah. there and struck out the side in the ninth inning and got the right. save. So, you know, and he said, and the funny thing was, he was sitting in Kansas City before they went, and he said, "That's what I want to do. I want to go out there and strike out National League guys." And he did exactly that. He went out there and he struck out all three guys he faced. So, uh, you know, uh, you know, pretty good. Um, uh, you know, they want to get Class A back to that sort of form. Right now, he's just been, you know, pretty average in terms of, uh, uh, you know, a closer in the uh, the American League. Uh, there, a lot of guys um, have, uh, you know, Felix Bautista. If you look at what he's doing uh, out of the bullpen for for Baltimore right now, he's he's probably the top guy. Yeah. Uh, the reliever of the month in uh in the American League so
1: and, and Joe uh, i mean the offense you know has been so, struggling so much that every mistake these guys make the relievers make it seems like it costs them you know it comes you know at a, at the, late in the game and and you know they they have no wiggle room and you know you it's always a run a one run game and you know you give it up in the, in the ninth inning and you don't come back
0: yeah that's the uh, like you said it was so uh, so much of a struggle for them to get uh, a run on the board it, late in the game in the ninth to, to put them in a position to, to be able to save the ball game, um, you know, and last night, uh, Strug gets it's on base and, and, and you're thinking, oh, well, you know, we'll, we'll go to the 10th and take our chances there. Uh, but, but they were able to scratch a run out and, uh, it, it's not like they're, they're able to hit the ball out of the ballpark. Would you
1: say the, um, the Yankees had what five home runs in the series? Yeah, and, and and Cleveland had none, you know, it just and you know, that was without Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton. You know, the Yankees lineup is is pitiful right now. You know, they're not scoring any runs either, but they still managed to hit five home runs. The Cleveland's offense, I mean, we knew this coming in, obviously, but no one figured it would be this bad. I mean, Josh you figure Josh Bell or Josh Naylor, uh Ramirez, somebody's gonna hit some home runs. Uh Andres Jimenez is just He's just disappeared, Joe. I don't know what happened to him. He's, he's, he's bunting in, in kind of critical situations where he should be trying to drive the ball. Just, uh, you know, it seems like that whole lineup is in a funk at the same time.
0: Well, Jimenez is still getting hit. So, uh, you know, he's, he's the one thing is at least consistent from last year. He's still getting hit on the hand and,
1: uh, yeah, you know, yeah. That's he's like a uh, offensive there. weapon. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. But you're right. The offensive struggles are are, are a completely uh, different story. That's that's one that we've been talking about uh, for a while now. Uh, uh, also, want to uh, you know point out um, the just to get back to the the pitching and and the rotation and the issues there. Uh, we we found out uh, it's likely that Zach Plesac won't be making uh, the next start in, uh, in what would have
1: been his scheduled time in the rotation on Friday yeah we uh you know last night we heard uh you know after the game that uh Peyton battenfield is gonna make that start uh Friday against the twins I'm not sure what that means for a uh, police act joe i think uh you know they've got a couple options you could go to the bullpen you know they could option' them, or they try to trade him or d f a you know you know with uh Hetkes coming back you know that they, they would switch places i guess.
0: Yeah, uh, that's the the sort of spot on the ro- in the um, in the rotation or it, spot on the roster that is the most vulnerable, I guess. Right now uh, is is Plesak's spot. Maybe they've they've been trying to work a trade for him or, or something, but uh, it doesn't sound like Zach Plecak is is going to be a part of what's going on with this club moving forward. If uh, you know, if if everything sort of holds true, I'm expecting a.
1: Uh, a move at some point uh, prior to the game on Friday. Yeah, yeah, I think I think they will make a move. I think uh, you know Henke's made his uh, last appearance, uh, Wednesday's rehab appearance in Columbus, pitched two thirds of an inning. So I think you know that the plan is to activate him, and uh, you know I would think act's going to be involved in that move if he isn't uh, DFA'd or traded.
0: Uh, we also heard yesterday. Uh, Some disappointing news on uh, top prospect Daniel Espino. Uh, As we had heard uh, back on April 23rd, James Harris, the assistant general manager, told us that Espino was going to get checked out uh, in Los Angeles uh, by a shoulder expert. And it it turns out that uh, they found enough of an issue uh, with the rotator cuff, uh, the, the right shoulder capsule, that they performed surgery to repair it. Uh, And typically the recovery on that is 12 to 14 months.
1: Yeah. Just devastating news for Espino. Uh, You know, they, they knew this was coming, Joe. They tried to treat it conservatively. You know, you know, they knew in February that he had the, uh, you know, the, the, the tear in the shoulder capsule. It's the front of the front of the shoulder. And, you know, they tried to, uh, you know, rehab him, but when he started ramping up again, he had the same symptoms and, you know, the only alternative, you know, according to a uh, Chris Antonetti uh, who spoke to reporters yesterday at Yankee stadium was surgery and, you know, 12 to 14 months. That's, that's a huge, you know uh, you know, just uh, a huge gap in any player's development, developmental time. And when you add it on to last year, when, you know, that's been only through what 18 and third innings, because of uh, knee and and the shoulder problems, you know he's going to be out what going on three years, right? Two and a half years, maybe. Right. He'll be out without playing. So who knows what how he comes out of the you know on the other side of this?
0: Yeah, in the past, pitchers who have had the surgery and come back and and really not exactly been the same. Uh, Johan Santana, Chris Young, Rich Harden, uh, Dallas Braden. You know, but all those guys uh, over a, about a decade ago, uh, in terms of uh, you know when they they had those injuries uh, and and tried to work their way back. More recently, uh, the Dodgers had left-hander uh, Julio Arias, uh, and he had the uh, the same surgery, uh, and and he's been able to come back and and been been highly effective. Um, so you know, there's there's hope, uh, but y- you just get the feeling that a, a kid like Espino who's who's, uh, you know, his fastball and his velocity and, you know, the the way he could work off of that was was really the key for him. You wonder if he's going to be the same kind of pitcher when when and if he's able to come back.
1: Yeah, and, uh, you know, the one thing he has, he has a couple things going for him. He's only 22, you know, so he's got youth on his side. And, uh, you know, everybody I've talked to in the organization says this kid is like the hardest, one of the hardest workers they've seen in the organization, you know, he's, he does everything he can to uh, better himself. And, uh, you know, so, you know, he's going to attack that rehab and, uh, you know, try to, try to get back to, um, uh, what did I say? The best version of himself. So we'll see how it goes, Joe, but he's got a tall mountain to climb. Well, it's,
0: uh, it's May the 4th, it's Star Wars day. So we hope that he uses the force and, uh, and gets back, uh, gets back to healthy, uh, that heals him up, uh, somehow, um, as far as uh, that, that news, when that broke yesterday, uh, our subscribers on subtext were among the first to find out about it. Uh, we sent out a direct message, breaking news on Daniel Espino, uh, to let them know uh, be, before we had anything posted on uh, on Cleveland.com. Uh, so you can join subtext, uh, cleveland.com, slash subtext to, to join or send a message to 216-208-4346. And... Uh, uh you know, we'll uh we keep you updated as soon as we find things out. The the first reaction, the first uh um analysis uh comes from us here on Subtext. Uh be sure to sign up that way. Hoinesy. Uh the twins are in town. We will preview that series tomorrow morning on the podcast. Uh and looking forward to the first matchup with the uh, the first place twins. We'll talk to you then. All right, Joe. Good deal, buddy. All right.